Welcome to the Heal and Awaken podcast. My name is Aparna. I know I haven't posted an episode in a while, maybe almost two months, maybe less. I'm not even sure. So much has happened in the last two months. I've had to have many dental appointments. Let's just say the cost of it is very high, many thousands of dollars. So I've been dealing with that, recovering from that, not just the payment part, but also the pain and the recovery for myself, my physical recovery. And then came my Saturn sadhana that I did for 40 days, which was very unexpected Um, a dear friend of mine gifted me a Vedic astrology reading with her Vedic astrologer whose expertise is in remedial remedial measures through gems Um, so basically what that means is that whatever deficiency you have in your chart can be enhanced with the proper use of certain gems and rudrakshas. So after I had my consultation with him, I ended up getting an 11-faced rudraksha bead from Nepal that they made into a necklace for me. In addition to doing some intense Saturn sadhanas for 40 days so basically I was chanting mantras daily if I'm correct I chanted over 25,000 mantras which by the way is just nothing it's a few drops in the bucket Um, but for those 40 days I did three rounds of each mantra and there are two mantras that were that were specifically prescribed for me just as i got to the tail end of that the rudraksha bead arrived and i had to do some other practices to energize it specifically for me in order to wear it and receive its benefits and right on the heels of it came um, the eclipse season and the eclipse season i don't know about you but for me the eclipse energy has been you're going to do an ungodly number of tasks each day and there is a real sense of urgency for many of them and there will be no relief you'll just keep going I don't know if that's been your experience of this eclipse energy a week before, like starting around mid-October, sorry, no, mid-September, it's been like that. And I'm hardworking, I enjoy working hard, I have a very strong work ethic, but I don't recall being pushed in this way with a sense of urgency and 
And the urgency was not from within me. It was just like life wanted me to do more and more and more and more. And they're not frivolous tasks either. So it's been really interesting. And then about a week after the solar eclipse, things calmed down a little bit. And again, in the last two days, that intensity has crept up as we prepare for the lunar eclipse, which is this Saturday. These uh, eclipses are very powerful. They give us the push from the universe to accelerate certain parts of our evolution. So I am, you know, during eclipses, I make sure that I'm very acutely aware of this push, this impetus from the universe, and I want to pay attention to it and I don't want to miss the opportunity but I cannot tell you the sheer amount of fatigue that I'm experiencing physically as well as mentally during this particular eclipse eclipse season um as many of you know, I live in Washington, D.C. for the next uh, probably year and a half, give or take. And uh, this is a very interesting town, a city. I would not choose to live here. And it's uh, fascinating to watch, observe how things work here. There is a lot of crime, crimes of all kinds, homicides, robberies, thefts. Um, just strange behavior from people. And uh, I can say that I'm feeling somewhat disillusioned with living here. And I don't want to sound cynical because I'm not a cynical person, but I just feel like the more things I notice here around crime, I just feel a disappointment in humanity, in certain human beings, I could say. I want to be careful to not make any grand um, sweeping comments or judgments about people and situations but I think with the current state of the world with the war in the Middle East and all the things I'm noticing here I wouldn't mind living in a small village somewhere far away from all the big stuff I don't know if you feel that way, depending on where you live. I have also felt a deep sadness about the developments in the Middle East. I've been spending a lot of time contemplating on why this is happening and why hasn't there been any healing around this for so long. 
and quite frankly just this um, feeling of despair on behalf of all people everywhere and so you know besides going inward and feeling into these things i also listen to different vedic astrologers do their analysis of the different countries and the conflicts including the united states israel palestine iran etc etc and you know i i feel very strongly that the call the call for us to really stabilize from within and not look for that stable stability from the outside world and know that our own inner grounding inner alignment inner truth is what's going to lead us forward in our own lives as the world goes through its own deeper transformations collective transformation and this is the beginning and from what i understand this one end till about 2033 and that is a long time from now 10 more years of various layers of transformation for all of us all people So when I first listened to this 1-hour podcast I really felt some heaviness in my heart and almost like a hopelessness kind of a feeling And then I came to realize that I can't do anything about this neither can you none of us can except willingly participate in doing our part for this transformation. And I'll just share with you what that means to me and then you can examine in your own heart to figure out what that means to you. The number one thing for me is to live my life with such total complete integrity in how I handle my relationships, my money, my work, my words. in such a way that i am squeaky clean in terms of my personal integrity and this is so important because once we get very clear on our own personal integrity our relationship to our higher self is enhanced our relationship to our own self awareness is enhanced self doubt will slowly but surely diminish and dissolve because you're not doing anything out of alignment with yourself. And the other thing that's really important to me that I'm very committed to is my own spiritual practice. Now when I say that it might sound selfish and in a way it is because my spiritual practices are for my evolution, my well-being. And I'll tell you why it is so important to be selfish in this regard. when you are invested in your inner development and evolution healing and coming into the wholeness of who you are you will vibrate differently and when you vibrate differently you are adding to the joy the peace the stability of the collective 
but you're also adding to your own personal stability, joy, peace, harmony, etc. It's so important for us to truly deepen our personal practices because this is a long haul project, human consciousness evolving, at least for the next 10 years. We're going to face many intense things. So the more invested we are in our practices, and what is a spiritual practice? It literally means I will come to the truth of who I am each and every day. If the world sways me one way or another from joy, sorrow, loss, fear, whatever it is, I will know where my inner compass is. I will know where my inner steadiness is because I visit it every day. I spend time there. I get to know it. I develop a very profoundly deep relationship to it. And so those of us who are not in war-torn areas... As we hold this energy and pray and bless the world with a higher state of consciousness, we are actually doing our inner work for the world. We're doing it for the ones who are too grief-stricken to even think about doing any spiritual work. So we hold space for them and we hold it for all people everywhere. We hold it for ourselves. We hold it for the higher, highest good of all people everywhere. This is what love means. We love everyone equally. And we want the best for everyone. If I'm eating, I want, I want others to eat as well. If I'm drinking water, I want water for everyone else also. I want abundance for all. I want peace for all. And that, holding that pure, sacred, beautiful intention and dropping that intention into the pure consciousness of your heart is one of the highest spiritual work we can do. Why? Because that intention is going to be like a ripple effect. It's going to start vibrating outwards into the universe till all the highest beings of light hear it. Angels, guides, God, Goddess, Allah, Shiva, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, everyone will hear it. And that collective call for the highest good of all is what will bring us to that place eventually, slowly, maybe really quickly. So this is why for the next 10 years, being on your path, meditating, practicing yoga, eating clean, getting your rest, really watching what you say and how you say it and to whom you speak, watching your own alignment and integrity is going to be so crucial because all of our joys and pleasures and lust. And when I say this, I don't mean it in a moralistic way. But our desires and our lusts for living, there might be limitations placed upon it. And if we're so outwardly oriented that I need this and I need that and I need that experience with this person, 
And if it doesn't happen, we could lose our balance. We could lose our homeostasis. We can lose our steadiness. And we, the lesson is we must never place our steadiness in the hands of anything outside of us. Government, politics, war, no war, prosperity, job loss, whatever it is. It is all of it has to happen on the inner plane. And there has never been a more important time. If you follow the global, global analysis of the next 10 years from the standpoint of astrology, a kind of transformation that we have never experienced is actually already starting to happen. And the question for each of us is, do I want to be a part of it or do I want to check out? And those of us who check out will experience intense suffering in the mind. And there is no drug, there is no pill that will help us to truly come out of that hell in the mind. So as we do our practices and as we devote ourselves to this notion of the highest good of all, our hearts begin to open, we vibrate at a higher state and therefore we are in a state of higher consciousness, we are aware, we are sharing, we are caring, we are loving and we refuse to not love. We become stubborn and we say, I'm only going to love. And I know that this love is going to heal humanity. The love that I have in my heart, that I will put into that sacred fire of the collective consciousness. That's what I'm doing. Maybe some of this will resonate with you. There is no one to hate. There is no one to blame because we're all responsible for everything that happens on this earth because we share in this tapestry called life. Everything that happens to you happens to me. Everything that happens to me happens to you. And so finding that highest degree of generosity, magnanimity, love, care, blessing, prayer. We can place this upon the hearts of those who are not able to get there at this time and hold steady in this practice. I'm holding steady in this practice and it will always lead us back home into our true hearts where all things are possible, all healing is possible, all creative solutions exist here, all abundance exists here. So I hope this resonates with you in some way. I hope it inspires you. And I know there are moments where all inspiration can vanish. I know I've experienced that lately. But the moment we reconnect with the heart, it will come back. Because our true nature is infinite creativity. Our true nature is infinite peace, 
unconditional love. The highest form of intelligence exists in the heart. Quite possibly the lowest form of intelligence in terms of thought and patterns and beliefs exists in the mind. So the heart is where all the magic is. In January, I'm going to be teaching the heart-based meditation course. And if you are curious, you can click the link in my profile and visit my website. And you can look at the details. I'm going to put the dates on there shortly for January. It's a great gift to give yourself or to another since the holidays are coming up. And I have a dedicated Zoom room that meets twice a day for all of the meditators that learned heart-based meditation with, from me, with me. And there's no cost for that. So that is a little community, should you choose to be part of it, where you come and build this beautiful coherence of the heart. And don't allow your mind to make a thousand excuses for not doing your practices because it will oh let me watch the news a little more let me debate my friend on social media let me make other people wrong there are so many temptations that the mind offers so I'm inviting you to go deep into your heart and ask yourself what do I want to bring because that I can do with confidence and care and love. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again soon.